This is the Soleil Podcast. I chose the name for this podcast because I'm a person who is blind and I can only see light and dark. And so every day when I wake up, the first thing I see is the sunlight outside. And it means a lot to me because it shows me that there's a new day ahead. My grandma also calls me her sunshine, and she used to sing You Are My Sunshine to me every night before I would go to sleep. And now that I have my guide dog, Realm, I sing to her You Are My Sunshine like my grandma did to me when I was little. And I also would like to move to Canada, so I have been learning a French word every day, and one of my words was Soleil, which means sun in French. Realm, forward! Find home! Good girl! Hi, my name is Ree, and welcome to the podcast. So, for my first episode, I wanted to explain a few things that a lot of you have had questions about. Um, so, my real name is Rihanna, but I prefer Ree, and my pronouns are they, them. Uh, it is Pride Month, and I am so excited about that. Um, I am a student who is blind and I am a music major um, so I'm going into uh, let's see next year I will be a junior and I'm taking summer classes right now um, I have a guide dog she is a golden retriever named Realm and we actually just came up on our six month anniversary of me meeting her um, June 1st, so that was yesterday. A lot of exciting things this month. Um, and then June 9th, or no, June 10th will be, um, the day that we graduated from Guide Dog School. So that will be six months since we graduated. And, um, for those of you who don't know, it takes up to a year for a Guide Dog team to become a well-established team and to really kind of get to know each other so realm and i are still learning um about each other and like what um our you know what our personalities are like and how we go together and like you know just kind of getting over those little bumps in the road little mistakes and um and I, I've definitely learned a lot about her, and I think she's learned a lot from me. Um, so yeah, a lot of you have wondered, like, what's the process for um, getting a guide dog? So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Um, so there are, I want to say, maybe like 13 guide dog schools in the U.S. Uh, I will name a few that I can think of. Um, so there's the school that I got Realm from, and that is um, Guide Dogs for the Blind, and they have two campuses in Oregon and in California. Uh, and then there's the Seeing Eye in New Jersey. Uh, guide, dog, guide Dog Foundation 
in New York. Uh, Guide Dogs of America. Guide Dogs of the Desert. Pilot Dogs. Guide Dogs of Texas. Um, Gallant Heart in Mississippi, which is, by the way, that's where I'm from. Um, I feel like I'm missing another one that's from New York and I can't think of it. Or maybe I, maybe I already figured that out. I, <laughs> um, I said Guide Dog Foundation and I felt like there was another one. Um, Southeastern Guide Dogs. My friend got her dog from there. Um, and I have a couple friends that got their dogs from Guide Dog Foundation and the Seeing Eye. Um, and let me think, are there any more? I, I'm sure there are, and I can't remember them. Um, oh, Leader Dogs. And uh, that's in Michigan. I'm telling you, there's, there's more that I'm missing that I can't think of right now. Um, oh, Fidelco. They do shepherds. That's fun. Um, seeing I also does shepherds. Um, okay, anyways, now that I've told you all the guide dog schools, which you could have probably looked up yourself, but I just went on a rant. Um, <laughs> uh, so every school has like an application process. I don't know them all. Uh, like, I don't know how they all work. That's kind of similar, but I will just share my experience because that is the, the, the thing that I know most well and can go off of. So for my school, which is Guide Dogs for the Blind, um, so you fill out an application online on their website and it is accessible and uh, with screen readers and um, you fill out one that has like general information um, and you know just like your contact info and stuff and then there um, is a section where you list like three routes that you travel on a regular basis and um, this is kind of important because on your phone interview which I will get to in a second um, you will be telling them about how to get to and from or to those routes um, so you fill out all this application and you send in like documentation for like your disability um, and then a couple days after that it's been a while since I've done this um, but a couple of days after that you will have like a phone interview and they will ask you about your lifestyle and um, uh, why you want a dog and like and uh, if you have any preferences and like how much you weigh and what's your height and like um, kind of what's your schedule like. So for me, I'm a college student, so every semester it's a little bit different, but you just tell them kind of how it is now um, and kind of where you live. They kind of ask you about your environment and things like that. Um, they ask you about your health, if you have any, like, medical things going on, um, and then you kind of go from there, um, and so after the phone interview, I, um, and I did all of this in August of 2019, so it's been a bit, um, so then they will send you some paperwork to fill out, so, like, the, uh, to get a physical, 
um, and to kind of be evaluated by a doctor to make sure that you're healthy um, and that you can, you know, get a dog and just kind of, and then you also have to get a tuberculosis test. Um, at least that's what I had to do. Um, and so did that. I ended up not getting that stuff in until like November because it just took me a while to make an appointment at the university and stuff. But I ended up getting it in. And then after that, you do a home interview, which is where someone from the guide dog school, an instructor from the guide dog school will come out and they will um, evaluate you and look around at your environment and see where you live. So I had a really nice um, really nice person from California that came and um, and they she, she came to my dorm and uh, kind of saw where I lived and it it was about like maybe a couple of hours she was there with me um, and uh, she you know asked me a lot of questions about my lifestyle it's like the phone interview but just kind of more in depth um, asked me questions and like kind of um oh I forgot to mention in the phone going back a few steps in the phone interview they will ask you about like the three routes that you go on and someone your admissions officer person will um have like google maps up and then so like for me one of my routes I mentioned was to the music school and um so I had to tell her oh I turn right on this sidewalk or like i turn left or I go up this hill or whatever I can't remember which one I can't remember if I told her that one or something else but you basically just kind of had to explain how you get there and kind of the turns that you make or if you cross any streets and then they are kind of and then they are looking at google maps to see how you get there and you know just to check it out um so in the home interview um then so after they kind of ask you those questions, things like that, um, I we actually went out um, to uh, so that that way she could see how I use my cane and how I travel and everything. And so I took her to a local restaurant. We walked there, um, and I was so nervous because you know I just was like, oh my gosh, this is like um, I I just, I just had never had like, someone watched me travel before, like, and knowing that, like, I mean, they want you to succeed, but it's, like, knowing that they're watching you and how you're, you know, walking and stuff, and it was really, um, it was really calm, and I actually missed my turn, um, but then I, like, I missed one of the turns, and then I found my way back, uh, and I started over, and I didn't make any mistakes, and the light pole button was broken, and so, like, that was fun, and, like, it just, I, I was glad that it happened, because it showed, like, how I recover from things, and that even if I make mistakes, like, can fix them, um, and so then she recommended me for approval, and, uh, oh, and then on the way back from the route, um, so on the way there, I used my cane, but then on the way back, you do what's called a Juno walk, where um, the blind person or the visually impaired person will hold the handle part of the harness, and then the instructor will hold, like, the other part. I don't know what it's called. Um, <laughs> and uh, you'll walk, and it's basically kind of, like, to simulate what 
what a what walking with a dog would be like um and they it's kind of like a I like I don't know if this is correct but I like to say it's like crash course in guide work um because I don't know you like learn all the basic commands and you learn a little bit about corrections and stuff um and like how to handle if your dog gets sniffy just a little like and they it's just so I think it's just so they can see how you'll do um and so we did that uh I must say it was a little awkward because like you're walking down a sidewalk and you're holding a handle and you're like telling a person to sit and you're like oh my gosh I hope no one (laughs) no one sees me like this but um it was fine um and then I um and then she recommended me for approval and that was really nice um and I got a this was in January and then I got approved in February and I was supposed to be getting my dog in May but then COVID hit so I actually didn't get my dog until December um of this past of 2020 uh and so it kind of took a while but it was definitely worth it and I can go into like I did in-home training normally I would have like gone to class but COVID and so I can do like another episode on what that was like and um yeah so I was just going through like the application process and um kind of how how my experience was applying for a guide dog school and like I chose guide dogs for the blind for a lot of reasons um it it worked with my schedule so their training is two weeks some schools have three weeks some schools have um like four it kind of you know it kind of depends um and I've been in college and so I needed something that worked out and then they also have like a veterinarian like assistance program where they will what where they will like um assist you with like paying for vet bills and things like that um and they don't make you like pay to pay for transportation to get there um this is and I I also like their training philosophy because it's like it's more of like a positive reinforcement style so like we use a lot of treats and a lot of like praise and things like that um and so that's kind of why I chose the schools um there's a lot of different factors that go into it as you can tell um but yeah so next episode I can talk about what my training was like and uh thank you for listening